Welcome back to the Barefoot Puncher. I'm your host, as always, The Mug. Your co-host is normally the Pope. Uh, the modeler is with us as well. And, of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the modeler. Mug, good to be here. Uh Big outs down uh, Collingwood Way with Dacos out and a big out for the podcast. We're missing the, uh, the Pope this week. He's uh, just decided to fly up north uh, on the lamb, as it were. Um, but we crack on, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. So we've we've managed to lose stats, man. And, uh, and now the Pope uh, is, uh, is, is out. So I don't know what we're doing wrong here, Modler, if, uh, <laughs> if, we're, if we're putting a few of them off their knitting, but, uh, but they're falling away. But... Uh, but you and I are still here, and uh, we're ready to talk all things AFL and NRL. And um, how did you see him over the weekend, Modler? Yeah, I had a, uh, watched a few games. I was probably more invested, although not on the weekend, but uh, in the uh, in the Matildas games. That's sort of captured the nation a bit. And that's, yeah, I'm a soccer fan from way back, and that's certainly got my interest as well. Um, they're doing well. May Long may that continue. Um but yeah, the yeah might uh, might leave you to speak to some of the uh, goings on in footy. I guess you uh, you mentioned interest, Modler. Any betting interest in the Matildas? Uh, I, oh, I I probably shouldn't say, but when they lost to Nigeria, I actually laid them off at a short price, a um, dollar fifty. I think they were for the for the win. I managed to lay them off, and that was pretty easy going in the end. Um, so. I'm, I'm something of an emotional hedger, if you like. I uh, I rarely bet with my heart. I bet against it, if anything. So um, yeah, that was that was a good one there. No, oh, nice. Uh, always nice to get a uh, a cheap lay uh, for sure, uh, Modler. In any walk of life, uh, for that matter. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Modler, you mentioned uh, goings on in the AFL. Well, geez, uh, what a what a week of results in the AFL and I was lucky enough to be there in person uh, to watch the Hawks uh, run all over the top of the pies and um, geez, didn't I love that modeler? Uh, not only did my Hawks get up and have a fantastic win, but it's really set a bit of a cat amongst the pigeons in terms of the premiership race. Not only Collingwood having their second really poor loss in a row, uh, a thumping at the hands of Carlton, you know, a good belting, you know, six, what are we, five, six goals there from the Hawks, um, you know, and we, we're not that good and they're meant to be winning the premiership. And the Wonder Boy out now for six weeks, uh, which is just a huge blow. And I know Kingy um, over at, uh, I think it was first cracking on Waitley, was basically saying that he thinks they're done, which actually does worry me because if Kingy's saying they're done, they'll probably win the premiership. But, um, <laughs> but um <laughs> But, you know, he was actually quite strong on the fact that, you know, they've lost their Dustin Martin. They've lost their they've lost their best player. Their best player in the competition is gone. And, you know, it's hard to uh, sort of disagree with that. You know, Pies were struggling with him in the last couple of weeks. And uh, and now they've lost their best guy all year. Um, geez, on top of that, Murphy. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I was at the game with a Pies supporter on the weekend. And... Um, 
and I was actually speaking to it, just another guy in the bar. And I was like, mate, how are you feeling as a pie supporter? Like, are you, you feeling good about the premiership? And he's, and they're like, God, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm nervous as hell. You know, all this talk about premiership. I don't think we got it. So yeah, the pies, uh, the pies are in a little bit of trouble, um, but um, I'm enjoying uh, the drop down or the, or the rise in price modeler, because, you know, I've been speaking about it for probably, well, I think a good number of weeks, just talking about the Collingwood price being too short, the Collingwood price being too short. I, I actually at fours still think it's too short, um, but uh, I think we've still got some movement to occur. And uh, God, if they really went into free fall and lost the next few games, could they could they drop out of that sort of top one or two, maybe not top two, but you know, maybe out of that uh, that top one position? So, yeah, interesting times for the Pies. Yeah, it's, uh, Dacos is out. Not only uh, sort of throws the Premiership market out, but it obviously throws the Brownlow market wide yeah. open as well, doesn't it? Um, yeah, God, I was looking at that the other day, Modler, and I was I was so close to pressing the trigger on a lay on Dacos, but I didn't do it, and uh, and now you rue that one, don't you? And I yeah. and I must admit, I I'm not a big I know Statsman, you know he's he's playing into uh, Brownlow markets throughout the year. I'm not really a big player into those uh, medals uh, throughout the year. Um, but geez, if you've if you've really been you know betting wisely on that, you could uh, you'd have a guaranteed earn uh, straight up. I think. Um, I mean, even if uh, Dacos does win it, if you can trade effectively now um, out of well, you know, I'm talking sort of bet fair stuff. If you if you could trade out of that, you know, in the next few weeks, uh, I think you'd be in a good position. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, mate, all going on over in the AFL. Brisbane just hanging on by a thread and um, and a bit of a scare early uh, for the Ds and, of course, uh, Port uh, falling over as well again. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's widening up, uh, which is uh, which is really interesting. So we'll maybe come back and talk to that a little bit about what, you know, I'm betting into at the moment. Um, but, um, yeah, Modler... In terms of uh, how we went last week, we better go back and recap uh, our bets. How did you go? Yeah, not a great week for me. Starting off with the league, uh, first off, I like the Titans against the Warriors. Um, somewhat unlucky that they had a player sent off, so gone for the game in the first 15 minutes or so. Um, ended up losing by 10, so just missed out on covering the eight and a half there. Uh, next up, I like North Queensland against Brisbane. There was a lot of sort of play movement throughout the week, first Holmes went out and then Reynolds went out for Brisbane. I think North Queensland might have actually started slight favourites, but Broncos too good there. Uh, the next one we had was the Sharks, the out-of-form Sharks, but they came good against South Sydney. Uh, not only covered, but won quite nicely there at $4. And then the Tigers for the last one I liked. Um, almost got it done at the end there, uh, but at least they uh, covered quite easily against the Raiders. Um, so two covers and a win there. On the Sharks. And then across to the uh, AFL, started off with the Tigers. I liked no good against the Doggies. Um, Gold Coast again, no good against the Crows. Uh, Port, no good against Geelong. Um, just missed the line there, I believe. Uh, North, I was quite bullish on. Um, uh, they yeah, got uh, covered reasonably easily in the end. Looked like they might steal it for a large chunk of the game there. Um, and I believe that was it. So not so good in the footy and probably broke even in the uh, in the NRL. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Modlin. I think Pope was pretty similar to you. I, I think you're fairly aligned uh, last last week. Yeah, there was a lot of a um, lot of unison in the betting. I think Pope was also uh, talking about a Penrith Storm under, or alternatively a, a Melbourne Storm under, uh, which uh, which got up. So that probably um uh, got him uh in front or or maybe even ledger um and uh for myself uh modeler in the afl did talk about western bulldogs richmond i did have a bit of a caveat and i'm glad that i did because um geez we got really stung on the player movement there model that was a bit unlucky with uh those three richmond champions pulling out and jones and richards back in um but the three bets that i was putting up last week was Geelong and Port Adelaide. So Geelong head to head. Um, so I think they covered the line in the end, but uh, I was stipulating uh, Geelong head to head. I missed out GWS Sydney. I was uh, I was on GWS head to head. And um, and then oh, maybe we'll get to this one in bad beats as well, Modler. But um, I, I quite like the Saints. I think at the time of the podcast was 14 and a half. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a... Uh, I'd backed a fair bit of 18 and a half myself and mm. uh, yeah, that finished at, at 19. So maybe we'll get straight to it now, Bodler. Uh, what did you see in the way of bad beats? So I touched on it in the NRL, uh, Tigers against Raiders. Um, Tigers uh, down by four uh, with 10 seconds to go on the clock. Luke Brooks has uh, kicked it towards the right sideline. Uh, I think it was Nof, I'm going to get his name wrong here, Nof Luma, I think. Uh, it's bounced for him. He sort of uh, picked it up on the try line and then rather than put the ball down and just take the four points, he's passed it off to his uh, inside centre, I think. Um, nice. Bit of a bizarre play. When The more you watch it, the more bizarre it gets. Um, he could have just placed the ball down right at his feet for the try. I don't know if he was thinking about field position for an easier conversion or what it was, but um, would have at worst it would have tied it up with a conversion to come and you know uh, sent it the golden point if the conversion missed. Uh, would have been a nice... Four dollar winner, I think, in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, it just wasn't to be. Wasn't to be that one. Wonder sometimes about what goes on in the change rooms. Like if he says, "Hey, bro, I'm going to get you a try today," or something like that. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and and he has the opportunity and thinks, "Oh, yeah, Jesus, you know that's uh, that's tough stuff, modeler." Hey, um, Brendo, you know who's a uh, long term listener and um, uh, Brendan Saunders. He's a good man. He always uh, tweets in. And, he, and I know he follows our bets as well. So he always, uh, he's, a, he's a really good supporter of ours. Um, he was uh, going crook on the Gold Coast. And uh, Modler, you know, I, I tend not to, you know, when the AFL's on and all that stuff, I tend not to watch as much rugby league, you know, unless we've got the free night. But I obviously bet what you guys are saying. And uh, and I checked the phone and I think, uh, I think we're all tied up at about 18 apiece uh, with... Maybe fifteen to go. Would that have been about right? Um, yeah. And um, and then I check the phone. You know, twenty minutes later, and I see ah, oh, we've 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 gone under by ten points. So they must have scored two pretty quick tries there. Modler, what happened there? Yeah, I didn't actually I didn't quite catch that game myself, but um, I'm not sure if fatigue got the better of him. As I mentioned in the wrap up, uh, Fodawake, I think his name is. He was sent off. In the 16th minute, Gold Coast. So they've played what 65 minutes with with a man down. So whether the fatigue sort of got to them towards the end there, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they probably did well to hold on. Like the Warriors were in good form at 
at the moment. Um, probably did well to, to be in the game right at the end there, but um, yeah, another disappointing one. Yeah, and for me, Modler, the Saints uh, versus Carlton, and um, you know this this pretty much tipped my weekend. You know, probably you know it's going to be a four figure weekend, but then it you know falls almost four figures the other way. You know, like um, <laughs> so it's you know it's one of those ones that just tips your whole weekend, and um, um, but like Saints leading a good chunk of the game. And um, going into the into the final change, I sort of thought to myself, geez, Carlton are coming over the top here, but Saints probably only need to kick one goal to cover here. And um, and do you think they could manage that in the last quarter and a half of the game? Uh, no, they couldn't. And uh, <laughs> and even Higgins with like, I think a, a minute 30 to go, had a chance to kick a goal, kick the point, and uh, probably not that really difficult shot, to be honest. And... Um, yeah, that goes to 19 points when you're fairly significantly invested on 18 and a half uh, is uh, a bit tough uh, to watch. <laughs> so I felt like- a couple of weeks, haven't we, where it was almost easier to uh, to to win the bet than lose it. I think it was uh, a time before where they just uh, packed it up. I forget it was two weeks ago, but um, it's been a couple of those lately, haven't it? Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I think, I don't know what Saints got to. I think they were about four goals up. Uh, maybe half time or halfway through the the second quarter, and you sort of think, "Geez, low scoring game." You know, I'm sitting at eighteen and a half. It's a long way back here for the Blues to actually um, steal this. And uh, yeah, I guess when you start having those thoughts, that's when you bet losers, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so nasty way to finish off the weekend. But uh, anyway, that's the game. Uh, Modda, we move on. Uh, we get ready to talk uh, round twenty two in the AFL and I think round uh, 38 in the NRL. <laughs> so, uh, so let's, uh, let's get stuck into it, mate. We'll go to the AFL first, as we always do. I'll tee up the, uh, the questions for you modeler. And uh, then I can come back with my view. We've got a huge game on uh, Friday night, Collingwood magpies, the under siege magpies are taking on the cats. And uh, we've got here uh, $1.74, the magpies and uh, 205, the cats. The line here is uh, a skinny one uh, for uh, the minus minus three and a half, a dollar 83. So Toppy really wound their necks in there. And, um, and they're giving up a little bit of love on the cats at three and a half at a dollar ninety three. So obviously favoring that uh, three and a half uh, for the pies. How are you seeing this one, Modler? Yeah. So as we spoke to Dacos, uh, obviously out for the pies. Murphy out as well. Um, I've got Frampton in um, for the pies. Cats lose Henry. Likely, likely will get back Hawkins. Um, all said and done, I've got the cats right on the market at that two hundred five mark. Uh, also, Mitchell's a chance to drop out if if he does there's a chance i could come the cats way come teams but um yeah my wait till thursday to see what happens there and uh see what comes out of the wash before was, i have that was mitchell injury modeler or is that form that you think he drops I out i think it's uh injury I, I forget what i read now it was the first game i looked at but um yeah I think it was injury related. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and for myself, um, the before uh, teams, I'm sort of um, at sixes. But as you mentioned, Henry, uh, which I think is significant for the Cats, just throws their balance out a little bit. Um, and um, and then Dacos, that's the big one. You know, here, you know, we've spoken over the, you know, about how we rate players and so forth. You know, 
I typically rate the best players in the caper at, at sort of six points. And, and I think even though he doesn't have, um, I guess, maybe the runs on the board like a Dusty or a Dangerfield or whatever, I think it's pretty hard to deny that he's not, you know, one of the most impactful players in the league. So you got to you got to give him the full quota, I think. And um, so I'm, I'm sort of closer down to even. So if anything, I'm probably preferring the Cats. Um, but um, look, I think maybe their team balance, particularly with Henry, just goes out of whack a little bit. Um, so I'm a bit concerned about that. And and the Cats, um, you know, they, they sort of had a bit of up and down form as well. So, um, but if anything, I'm on the Cats, Modler, but probably no bet here for myself. Um, next game, uh, Modler, we've got um, North Melbourne and uh, Essendon. Jeez, uh, I don't know how much interest are this one at Marvel Stadium at 145 on Saturday. I think this is maybe one of the um, inconsequential game. Can Essendon, or maybe Essendon can still make it, can they? Can they still? I think they're a chance to make it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they know in their heart of hearts they're not going to do much with, if they do get there. So, you know, for, for all intensive purposes, I... I think this is just about dead, this one. Um, Modler, we've got uh, 23 and a half, uh, the line either way for the dollar eighty-eight. And in terms of head-to-head, we're talking North Melbourne, 355. Essendon Bomber is a fairly prohibitive 128. But um, I'll let the model tell us whether it's prohibitive or not. Uh, can you be involved? Yeah, I'm, I was pretty bullish on the Roos last week, and I'm going to stick with them again this week. Uh, looks like they get Cunnington in for a, a farewell game, I guess. Yep. He's announced his retirement today, so... Uh, he's in. Um, there's a probably half a dozen or so sort of mid-range players or, uh, that the Roos might get back as well. Uh, Bombers might get back Draper, Shield, and or Stringer. Um, none of them confirmed yet. Uh, but all said and done, yeah, I've got uh, the Roos at two seventy-five. A bit of upside if you know a few of those mid-range players do get back in there. But um, yeah, definitely keen at that twenty-three and a half. Um, yeah, and a bit at the three fifty five as well. Yeah, okay, that's uh, that's interesting to hear you say that, Mother. And I think I've given up on uh, on saying yeah, maybe Shield, maybe Setterfield, maybe uh, those sorts of guys. So I feel like we've been saying that for half the year, Modler. Uh, some of yeah. these guys just uh, aren't coming up, are they? Uh, Cunnington back back in. Um, I was at twenty eight before team, so my lean probably um, is to the Bombers. But Cunnington in, and you feel. I know we don't um, buy in too much to uh, milestone games or whatever, but maybe a little bit of emotion around this one with with uh, Cunnington back in might be just worth one or two points. Um, so don't have a whole heap of interest in this one, Mother. I think where I would potentially be turning my attention, 171, it's not, it's not massive. Um, I'd be leaning the over here. I just think this is potentially... One of those ones where um could be a bit bruise free, Marvel Stadium, and um, you know, we could see some points here. So uh if anything, um, if I'm having a bet here, it would be on the over. Um, all right, Modler. Next one, we'll quickly roll through these. Uh the Swans. Um, geez, haven't they had a uh a turnaround? They've Maybe no surprise, you know, they've got most of their team back and uh, and they've managed to get Buddy out of the team as well, which I think has actually been a positive for them. Um, their forward line looks a lot better. Um, 
Swans hosting the Suns, and we've got a dollar thirty-five here. The Swans, and we've got Gold Coast uh, three dollars ten. We got the line here at nineteen and a half. Um, this game, I always reminds me of the King Modler um, when he uh, he had. Uh, a very large multi running into like a, a swans, uh, to, I think to to uh, to beat Gold Coast at like a dollar oh six or something like that, and Gold Coast found a way to beat them. Uh, so I always think of the king at this point of the year. Uh, shout out to the king, um, but mate, how are you seeing this one? Yeah, if anyone has a bad beat story, I'd say the uh, king has. We could do a whole uh, whole episode of the podcast on the king's bad beats. I'd say, um, I've yeah, a couple of. Uh, player ins and outs. Swans look like getting Malikin back in. Uh, Suns lose Powell and get Took back in. Uh, I've got a slight edge to the Swans at $1.30. Uh, I'm not playing into that $1.35, but I could probably be tempted to have a half stake on the uh, minus 19 and a half there. Yeah, and and my lows at seventeens, uh, so not a lot of uh, not a lot of interest in this one for me really. I'm pretty much on market, and you know I think I've spoken around you know. I'll probably on the plus, if anything, you know, those three goal markets sometimes can be a bit tricky. Um, so I'll just uh, stay out of that one. Um, mate, important game, this one. Uh, this is Brisbane uh, versus Adelaide up at the Gabatoire. And, uh, geez, the Brizzy form has been a little bit rickety of uh, of late. And um, Adelaide, geez, at their best, I think they're one of the best in the comp. Um, but um, unfortunately for Adelaide, they've been really inconsistent away from home. Um, Mother, as far as you're concerned, uh, does the inconsistency for the Crows continue on the road here, or do uh, or do they find a way to show their best? It's a dollar thirty-three Brisbane Lions Crows three twenty-five, and uh, we got a line there of twenty-one point uh, five, and uh, there's a bit of action on either side. The minus at Toppy is a uh, dollar ninety-three, and uh, the Crows are dollar eighty-three. So potentially giving you an insight to the market there, punters. That um, Toppy looks like they're preferring the twenty-one and a half for the Crows. So we might see some movement. Say you, yeah, a couple of likely ins and outs. Lions look like getting McInerney and Coleman back in. Uh, Crows lose Jones. There's a chance they get. Uh, Isaac and Sloan in. Uh, if so, I rate them about three dollars ten. Uh, it's pretty skinny into that three twenty five. I could probably be persuaded again into a into a half stake on the pros there. Um, but I, I actually, to be honest, I probably prefer to wait for teams given the uh, the ins and outs that could happen there. Yeah. Okay, uh, for me at this juncture, Modler, happy to put up a bet on the crows. Um, I'm not near that market at the moment. I'm at 16 and a half. And that's assuming that uh, Big O comes back in. Um, so, yeah, my number was lower again, uh, obviously, without him. So happy to be with the Crows here. And then I'll just keep a bit of an eye on that market and see where we end up. I, I could see myself taking a little bit back, uh, potentially, if uh, if we get any sort of significant movement. But um, but at, at the current price, happy to be with the Crows. Um, Carlton, Melbourne, and um, geez, if uh, I think the Carlton faithful are going to uh, are going to arrive for this one, uh, Mother, and I, I've said before, sometimes I reckon the Carlton fans, I think they might be just about the noisiest <laughs> Melbourne fans uh, that we have. I, I think they're the most 
passionate and uh a lot of tension and frustration build up in those Carlton fans. And uh, I think when they get going and they make some noise, they make some noise. They're going to be there on Saturday night, 7.25, taking on Melbourne MCG. And this is a really important game. Um, if Melbourne win this one, I guess they snuff out any chance for the Blues' top four aspirations. And it probably cements their chance as the number two, maybe number maybe number one seed at the end of, of this game, uh, depending on how it plays out. Blues, $2.11. Ds, $1.70. And we must be talking a uh, $4.88, the line either side. Modler, how does the model see it? Yeah, plenty to play for, both teams here. Um, don't seem to have much player movement for the Blues. The big news, obviously, for the Ds is it looks like Oliver might actually get named. Uh, they lose... Petty, um, and then McDonald also has a chance to come in. So a few wins and outs likely for the Ds there. Um, with Oliver in, I make uh, the Ds $1.65. So slight edge into that $1.70, probably not enough for me to play into. It's hard to know how much of that Oliver news is baked into that price at the moment. I, I imagine if if and when he gets named on Thursday, that price comes in a bit. So maybe, uh, maybe play that as you see fit. If you think he's he's in and you'd like to back the days and jump on there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I would say top sport market mover of the week, this one modeler. So we started up at eight and a half at the start of the week and now we're into fours and um, yeah, I, I think it all hinges on Oliver, doesn't it? You know, does he come in? Does he play? I guess the other thing, you know, mother we're talking about before about player ratings and how do we rate players uh, from a betting perspective? I think he, I think Oliver's probably up there, you know, five, six point player, but is he worth that? offer extended layoff and mm. and does he come back in and play his normal role as that you know um as that 120 minute midfielder you know like he he's pretty much in the guts um for the majority of the game bar probably a couple of stints on the sidelines does he come in and do that i i think probably not like i think they probably manage his minutes a little bit so uh is he going to be worth that full quota um i'm not so sure so given the fact that Petty's been going so well and looks so dangerous, you know, but you can make the argument that maybe one weighs out the other uh, in terms of their impact on the game. So um, I was six before teams. I think I'll maintain that position um, with Petty and Oliver coming in and out. So I'm pretty close to it. Um, don't think I'll be betting, but I'm so interested in this game, uh, Modler. And I think I'm going away for the weekend, but um yeah, geez, I, I will definitely uh, have this on. 7.25, mug-friendly time. Uh, absolutely excellent. Uh, so that's uh, that's good as well. Uh, Modler, next game uh, we go to Saturday night. Not such a big game for us, but it is a big game in the West. And uh, it's at Optus Oval at 8.10 on our dial. And um, we've got here, uh, let me just drag this up. All our prices coming to you too, Modler, uh, just so you know, is from topsport.com.au. Uh, they've been in the caper for over 30 years. And, um, you know, if you're you're talking about bookies, you're talking about fairness, you're talking about a fair go and looking after the customer, uh, Top Sport are definitely that. Uh, if you're looking for someone that's reliable, if you're looking for someone that, you're tr that you can trust, get to topsport.com.au. Uh, enough talking, Mug. Let's get the game up. Uh, West Coast Eagles, 425, Mother, and uh, Fremantle Dockers, a dollar twenty-one, and um, 
And we are running now at 27 and a half modeler. So a little bit of movement in this game as well. If I just check the number in some quarters modeler, we opened up at 23 and a half. So um, four point move there. Um, how do you see it? Yeah, I've got right on the market here at $1.20. Uh, Eagles, I haven't checked the tribunal news, but Williams is at the tribunal. Um, depending on which source you read, either Shuey and Hearn are both playing or they're both definitely not playing. Um, it's hard to get a read on that one. But, uh, yeah, uh, all said and done, I, I think I'll leave this one alone. Yeah. Um, Mother, I, I was at uh, 30, um, so probably had a bit of a, a lean to Frio. And... Um, I think uh, I think the models are a bit a, a, even a bit higher. So potentially, the, I, I think this game probably only goes one way, really, and I think that's going to be going to Freo. But the danger with that is is that you got to sort of factor in that Freo don't really pump anyone, and um, and I mean it's a derby, you know, a bit of emotion around Hearn and um, Shuey. I give a little bit of home ground advantage to the West Coast Eagles here, being a home home team yeah. as well. And you got to factor in West Coast form. They've been a little bit better of recent times, yeah. you know, like a competitive game against the Saints uh, there the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago and uh, pretty, probably should have won against Essendon mm-hmm. away from home on the weekend. So you'd have to think, coming back to a derby, West Coast, I don't think you're just going to get run over here. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, as this number starts to tick up, I think there's going to be a play back the other way on the West Coast. We, we can really run that number up over 30s and get into the mid-30 range. Um, you know, there might be an opportunity to get back the other way, I think, Modler. Yep, yep. Sound advice. Um, Hawks, dogs. All right, I like this game, Modler. Let's talk to this one. Uh, Hawks, dogs. My Hawks. And uh, importantly, punters, we're going down to Utah's uh, down in Launceston. We love it down there. Two sixty the Hawks, a dollar forty the Dogs, and uh, I think we're talking about thirteen and a half modeler. We are either side dollar eighty seven. What say you, modeler? Uh, so the ins and outs I have, I've got Eamon in for the Hawks. I don't know if you've got any uh, more opinion than I do on that one. Dogs lose Scott, and looks like they're getting Keith and Gardner back in. Um, I've got the doggies slightly shorter than the market at a dollar forty four. Uh, again, I'm probably not playing into that dollar forty-eight, but I could probably have a half stake there on the uh, on the minus thirteen and a half on the doggies down in Tassie. Oh, modelers against me there. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, I I think I think this is a danger game for the dogs here. I, I really do. And uh, you know, Hawks. The only, the only thing is, does the young side get out on the Terps? You know, get out and have a few cans and feel a bit good about themselves. On on, the, I always worry about that. Young teams, you know, don't get many wins. Um, you know, do they uh, do they relax a little bit and then um, and then come back down to earth the following week? But um, but look, I think the Hawks down in Lonnie, uh, I put it out on the email on Sunday night. Like, I still think the the whole industry sleeps on the Hawthorne home ground advantage in uh, mm. in so I think it's strong. I think it's one of the strongest in the competition, especially if we're going okay. And um, we showed down there last year when we were going absolutely rubbish and the dogs had everything to play for. I think we got them down there uh, last year and um, similar sort of circumstances. Now um, I like the 13 and a half uh, for the Hawks. I only had it at about four. 
So um, yeah, so happy to uh, happy to play the Hawks here for some line, and uh, and I'll probably take some head to head here too, Modler. I think it's uh, I think it's a good spot for us. And uh, Keith coming back into that side, um, speak to a lot of doggy supporters. They'll say that's a good thing for Hawthorne. So, um, so I'm all right with that. <laughs> uh, go the Hawks. Um, all right. Next game, Modler, uh, St. Kilda taking on the, the Tigers and uh, $1.78. It's a pretty tight betting game, this one. $1.78, the Saints, two bucks, the Tigers. And um, I think we've got a two and a halfer here. Uh, two and a half is correct. And uh, a lot of player movement here. I think we get back uh, the Premiership trio and uh, maybe a few others you want to talk to, Modler. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, so on the Tigers side, so they lose Hopper. They get back, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Martin, Koch and, and Grimes. Uh, and then the Riolis are a, a doubt or a chance either way. Um, the Saints, I think, as 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 we spoke about earlier with um, who was it with Shield? The Saints' memory looks like he's in, but I think I've been saying that for about four weeks now. Yeah. Uh, and then Ross and Howard are handy chances to come in as well. Uh, but I've got a big go to the Tigers here. I have for the last few weeks now. It's sort of come close a few times, but yeah, definitely not last week. No good. Um, I've got them a dollar sixty uh, favorites, so into that two dollars, wow. a big game here. Um, as we've spoken about, if if they don't sort of perform here, I might kind of look at overruling what the model does for the rest of the season. But I think I'm happy to give the Tigers uh, one last chance here yeah. uh, at the two dollars. Okay, excellent modeler, and um, yeah, my, my number is interesting here. I'm at two before teams, and um, probably like you, modeler. Um, you know, plugging all those guys back in. I think Hopper's no chance, is he? He he's he's out. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I mean, if you get Cochin, Martin, Grimes, and Rioli stays in, um, you know, I'm probably up around um, you know, that probably what are we talking six, eight points uh to the Tigers. Um, so uh yeah, I I, I probably tend to agree. I was a bit scared to pull the trigger modeler just on that. Team news, so probably just going to wait for teams um, just to see what happens there. But um, but yeah, if all those guys come back, Mondo, I could I could see myself being uh, being with you on the Tigers there. Nice one. Always uh, good to get some. Um, and the last game, uh, which uh, it, I think I think it's going to be a great uh, game. This one as well, with plenty of interest. Um, Port Adelaide uh, versus GWS, and. Um, and I think we got Port at, uh, it would help if I look at the numbers here, Modler, uh, before I just start talking about what I think. Uh, uh, the Port Port Power, $1.39, uh, GWS, $2.90. And um, I think we're talking about 16 and a half here. And we are 16 and a half points the line. Um, how does the model see this? Yeah, Port look like getting a bunch back in. They're getting uh, presumably a lead back in. Uh, Jones, if they both pass protocols. And then, yeah, Finlayson, Farrell, Bergman as well. Dixon's a chance. Um, mm. GWS lose uh, a couple. They might get Callahan back in. Um, I, I, before I ran the model, I thought I'd be all over port at, at, uh, with those ins, but I'm actually liking GWS here. I've got them $2.40, so a handy, uh, handy lean into that $2.90 there at Top Sport. Um yeah, probably inclined to probably split that two thirds on the plus six and a half, and then a third on the two dollars ninety there. But uh, big edge for me on on GWS. Yeah, nice model. And um, before teams, um, I was at thirteen, and and now I think 
Mackenzie out, Aaliyah in. Aaliyah, you know, that's obviously a positive um, result in terms of player in, player out. Dixon, Lysette, Finlayson, they've got to be worth something. Um, but look, I, I'm I'm probably only adding about, you know, four, maybe five points uh, to that number. So that pretty much gets me to market, Modler. So I'm probably not looking to play into that um, at those numbers. Um, but as I said, super interested in uh, in that game. And uh, and again, what that ramifications may mean for, for, for both sides, I think it's going to be, you know, it's a, it's a really important one, that one. So looking forward to that. So a couple of games, Modler, this, this weekend, although I don't have a lot of betting interest, like Pies Geelong, Brisbane Adelaide, Carlton, Melbourne, and uh, and Port GWS, I think, hold so much interest um, for pure AFL fans uh, this weekend. So going to be really interesting to see how we're talking about these results come next Tuesday and what that means from a premiership point of view. Um, Mother, we'll go over and have a chat about NRL, and then uh, maybe we come back and, and just talk, talk some uh, premiership stuff uh, after that, if you, if you like. Um, are you ready to talk some NRL, Modler? Yeah, sure am. All right, mate, let's get over there and do that. Uh, we'll just get up the old uh, rugby league. All right, round, I think I said 38, 24, so we're not that far uh, We're not that far in front. Um, well, the first game, and we're betting into it, I, I believe, uh, Thursday from Four Pines Park at the home of the Seagulls, $7.50 at home. Whoa. Uh, the Seagulls. That seems big. Uh, $1.09 the Panthers, and we've got $19.95 um, the Manly side, and uh, $1.85. So Toppy maybe even suggesting there's more to come uh, for the Panthers. Modler, am I talking crazy? Um, or is that uh, do the Panthers just absolutely run over them here? What, what happens? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, most people would seem to uh, think that would happen given both teams respective form over the last few weeks. Um, interestingly enough, since teams came out, so mainly were $8.50 when teams came out. So, so they've actually trimmed in a um, dollar tonight um, into seven fifty. The model's got them a bit shorter again at six fifty. Um, it's probably, it's a big price point, so I'm probably only going to have a half stake on it and definitely more invested on the uh, on the line than I would be on the win. Um but yeah, slight lean to to the seagulls for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my gut uh, would have said the same thing. Well, it seems like a big price for the seagulls at home. Yeah. I, know, yeah. I know the seagulls have been a bit stinky, and uh, Panthers have obviously been flying. But geez, a dollar oh nine away from home um, does seem a bit short. But. Uh, Anyway, so Modler siding with uh, the home team there uh, on the line uh, for a half stake, and and maybe maybe do you have a little sprinkle on the head to head Modler, just a little, yeah, just a tiny one. I probably have like eighty twenty yep. between uh, handicap and the and the head to head. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, uh, next one we're going to go to Modler, and we're talking our betting games here. We're going to go to Brisbane, uh, Parramatta, and that's the second game on the Friday night. The Broncos, they've really been infiltrating AFL territory recently in uh, NRL, haven't they? Back at the Gabba, the Broncos, dollar twenty-eight here, and uh, the Eels three seventy, and uh, we're talking eleven and a half modler. Um, where do we go here? Yeah, Broncos obviously in some good form at the moment. Um, through the model, I've got Para at 
three dollars, so a decent edge in that three seventy there. I wouldn't mind. I don't think it's going to get there, but I wouldn't mind seeing uh, twelve and a half on the handicap just to have that second try as insurance. Uh, but as it stands, still a, a decent edge for me. Uh, similar to before, I'd be more invested on the line than the head-to-head, but not as uh, heavily weighted to the line. I'd probably be sort of two-thirds uh, two thirds line and one-third head-to-head there on Parramatta. And, Mod, there may be a bit of a question without notice here, and I know we've spoken about this before offline. Do you ever consider buying yourself a point here, or is that – and, you know, looking for an alternate at the 12 and a half, or do you think that that's the way that the bookies uh, play that you, that you just don't get the value because they bring it down too low? Yeah, definitely. Like if, if I get the time to have a proper look at the bets and, and run my calculations as I should, I'd, I'd be sort of on a few different alternate lines for Parramatta here, either side of that uh, 11 and a half. As you mentioned, though, like that 11 and a half is typically, you know, $1.90 across most books. But once you start getting into those alternate lines, they, the, the bookies tend to take a bit more money. About dollar seventy three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, it's, you're not getting that sort of, uh, you know, 5% margin either side there. So you're not getting as good value, but it kind of depends on your, your risk appetite, whether you're happy to buy a point, but take a, a bit more margin here uh, for doing so. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, mate. Thank you. And uh, and the next game is Tigers uh, versus Warriors. Warriors going really good, Modler, but the Tigers have been plucky and uh, the Tigers are at home here. No, I beg your pardon. Uh, so is this a Tigers home game in Hamilton? In Hamilton, yeah. In, at, what the uh, hell's going on there? How does that work? Yeah, I think they must have sold a game, I guess, to... Uh, wow, to okay. So Tigers home game at Waikato Stadium in Hamilton, 5-10 the Tigers and $1.17... The Warriors, and uh, we're talking 15 and a half. So, geez, uh, that's that's tough for the Tigers, isn't it? Modler, what do we do with this game? Yeah, I've obviously given the Warriors a decent chunk of home ground advantage, not quite as much as as their typical sort of, uh, you know, home game, but, um, yeah, most of the way there. Um, they're in really good form at the moment, the Warriors. They're a chance to, to finish uh, top four, if not top two. Um but, yeah, the model's been on the Tigers the last few weeks. They've, they've done well enough to cover and almost win uh, the last few weeks as well, the last couple of weeks at least. Uh, I've got them uh, $4.10 here, so into that $5.10. Uh, yeah, good enough edge. Uh, similar to before, um, uh, given their, their handy underdogs, I'd be more invested in the line than their, than their head-to-head. But, um, yeah, going to stick with the Tigers again. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. So we're with the Tigers there. Okay. Thank you, Modler. Uh, now we're going to go to Roosters, Dolphins. Um, geez, these Roosters, there's still plenty of faith in them, isn't there? Uh, $1.35, the Roosters uh, versus the Dolphins, who have a habit of sticking in games. Three twenty, nine and a half. the line, Modler. Um, I think I know where the model's going to go. I could be wrong, but uh, where are we betting here, Modler? Yeah, got a slight lean of the Dolphins here. They uh they held in against the Knights last week as a yeah, watching that game was a bit bit squeaky bum time towards the end there, but mm. um, Knights did well enough to hold on in the end. Uh yeah, as you mentioned, that they're they they're in thereabouts the Dolphins most weeks. Um yeah, that three dollars into three twenty, uh probably enough for a half stake for me. So again, split on the head to head in line. Um 
but yeah, not not hugely excited. But yeah, I'll I'll throw a half stake on the Dolphins. Yeah, I think if you're a Dolphins uh, supporter, modeler, or a membership holder in their inaugural year, I think you'd be pretty satisfied with what they've dished up most most weeks, wouldn't you? You know, like they've I think they've held a pretty good account of themselves and um and probably exceeded most people's expectations. And they're they're competitive, you know, like they turn up most weeks, don't they, and give you give you a look, you know. So that's all you can ask for as a fan, I suppose. Um Modda, we're gonna go to our last game here, uh, in terms of a betting game, and that's your knights. And uh they're a dollar thirty at home here, and uh they're taking on the Bulldogs, three fifty-five. Modda, the Knights have been a pretty happy hunting ground. Can you be with them here at again at nine and a half? No, I think some uh, prices again in this one have trimmed up since teams came out. I, I had uh, the market had the Bulldogs at three ninety uh, just after teams come out, and I had them three fifty five uh, at the time. So probably enough for a half stake for me there. But um, given they've come into the models price now, I think I might leave this one alone. Uh, they the nice lose Bradman Best, uh, who's been in really good form. Obviously, he had a, a good game three in Origin and has carried over since then. So I. I guess the market's caught up to that news a little bit. Uh, that's brought that price in. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to leave this one alone as it stands. Okay. All right. Well, a bit of a shame uh, that we can't get a bet there in that last one. But, Modler, if you don't mind, we'll just back over uh, those bets uh, in the NRL and then we'll uh, we'll go back to the AFL. Yeah, so it looks like it was the four bets there. Uh, Manly uh, against the Panthers. Uh on the on the uh, line more so than the head to head. Parramatta likewise against Brisbane. Uh, same for the Tigers against the Warriors, and then probably a half stake on the Dolphins against the Roosters. Uh, they're all underdogs, so I'd be more inclined to back those uh, more so on the head to head than the line. But um, yeah, play those as as you would like. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you, Modler. And uh, and your bets in the AFL, Modler. Where did you end up? Yeah, so I liked uh, North. Um, I think I was leaving the Swans alone. It was a bit too. Oh no, it was a half stake on the nineteen and a half there on the Swans. Uh, half stake on the Crows. Uh, I think I was leaving the D's alone. Uh, half stake on the Bulldogs at the thirteen and a half. Really like the Tigers. Um, make them dollar sixty favourites. And likewise, GWS. I like. Uh, I'm making them two dollars forty. Yeah, okay. And uh, for myself, Modler, I'm pretty sure I was just putting up Adelaide at this point in time and the Hawks. And I think they were the only two uh, that I was putting up. And I was maybe just throwing out the idea of a North Essendon over uh, at 171 and um, was also, um, I guess, in somewhat agreement with you, Modler, just waiting for teams on Richmond uh, just to see where they land um, as well. So, Modler, that probably brings us to our charity bets. And unfortunately, um, we let, uh, well, I let the team down on the AFL side of things on the weekend. I think we ended up going with one of yours and one of mine, Modler, and... um, and that was the we we got probably got a bit rolled by selection modeler with the other uh, mm. tigers on the weekend, um, but we got done with the tigers. We got done with GWS, um, but our two NRL bets came through, um, which were good. So we we dropped ten dollars again, but still, uh, if I'm not mistaken, sitting around 
$425 up for the year versus $1,000 wagered. So still 42.5%, uh, which, you know, is probably disappointing to us because we haven't put bread on the table for the last two weeks. But <laughs> but 42.5%, I think you probably uh, you'd take that uh, most weeks, wouldn't you? Uh, if someone could tell you that uh, that's what your number would be. Um, Modler, where do we bet in the AFL? Uh we both liked Adelaide somewhat, didn't we? I think that was the one we really lined up on. Yep. Um, I don't know if you're happy to – we'll definitely throw them in. I don't know if you wanted to uh, then maybe – if we if we have, say, 50 on the uh, Crows and then maybe split the other 50 between North Melbourne to cover and the Overs, if you're happy well, to do that uh, one. Um, or, or did we want to go 50 on the Tigers because we had a bit of uh, unison – there on the uh, true. That's right. Yep. So maybe we go 50 Adelaide, 50 Tigers. You happy with that? Yep. That sounds good. Yep. And did you worry, want to worry about the plus two or we just, we just uh, go straight on the win there at the $2? Um, what's the, uh, is I it $1.90 we, for the plus two? Yeah. Two and a half points get, gets us $1.90 or three, three points ten, uh, for, for 10 cents. Uh, we'll just go to $2, I guess. The $2. Yeah. All right. Let's go head to head on the Tigers. And uh, geez, we'll be spitting chips when we come <laughs> back. It's too, <laughs> it's a, a couple of couple of points the wrong way. Um, but um, all right. And uh, for the NRL model, what's your best? Uh, so the Tigers, I'm liking again. I think I'll have uh, definitely have a stake on the line on the Tigers at 15 and a half. I'm just seeing if there's anyone else worth throwing in as well. Um, I might just go, yeah, I'll go 50 the Tigers. Uh, on the 15 and a half and 50 on the eels at 11 and a half on the eels. Okay. Yep. All right. So, so we're uh, tigers in both codes, uh, Adelaide NRL. And then the other bet there is the eels in the NRL. Okay. All right. That's good, mate. We've got those locked away. And I guess just to uh, round out mother is, was there any, uh, have you been looking at any future stuff from a NRL point of view mother? Is anything sort of um, catching your eye? No, nothing at the moment. I sort of I, I put a bit down on the Warriors a couple of weeks back. I, I was chatting to a few people and looking at a few models that had simulations out, and they they sort of seemed uh, yeah overs at the time. Happy that they got the win uh, as far as the futures was concerned last week. So I'm I'm happy to just to let that one ride for now. They're they're looking quite good um, in terms of my own modelling. I, I don't really look at NRL futures uh, in the season. I, I tend to just do it at the start of the season and, and then leave it be. Um, yeah, yeah. Apologies, I couldn't be anything uh, anything more specific there, but um, no, nothing really for the league. And um, as far as the AFL's uh, concerned, Modler, I still think um, there's some pretty prohibitive action going on in the AFL. And I, I tweeted it out. I think someone asked me what my thoughts were on Carlton um now I, I don't know if it was it was sort of almost probing like to sort of say oh what do you reckon now mug you know like they're <laughs> they're, they're coming with a well, they're coming with a rush and uh you've been potting them all year my thoughts haven't really changed mother to be honest like I, I still think you know and and if I've got my maths right uh for Carlton to make the top four Carlton will need to win uh the next three games and um and Brisbane or either Brisbane, um, uh, uh, Melbourne, and Port Adelaide would have to lose all three uh, for that to occur. Now that that can happen, um, 
but I think we were talking about it before, Modler. I think Stats Insider is rating that at about a six or seven percent chance. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a fairly lowly chance. So that means they're going to fall somewhere between fifth to eighth. And I think, regardless of where they fall, you know, I, and I've I've just done some rough math on it, but that add up has to be somewhere near 20, I reckon, you know? So if you look at Geelong's at, um, premiership price at the moment, you know, I know Geelong's not in the eight at the moment, but um, they're sitting around about six and a half, seven. And a half. I think that's too short as well. Um, but Carlton at 11 and a half on Betfair and in some quarters, less than 10 uh, with uh, the core. I think Toppy might've had them at 10, like no way, like just, Punters, please do not get sucked into that rubbish. That is that is nowhere near the number. So stay away from that. Um, still been just sort of uh, tapping up a little bit of Brisbane and a little bit of Port Adelaide. I know Port Adelaide are on the skids a little bit, but they're still going to finish in the top four. Um, you know, they're still still a really good side. And, um, you know, I, st- I still think, um, you know, at that sort of, Eight dollar mark or thereabouts. Uh, that's that's not a bad bet. Uh, took a little bit of, as I said, just a little bit of Brisbane, just to top up there a little bit, and um, and still, have, I, I think that Melbourne price now at four fifty or, or or even less, maybe four twenty uh, at at some places. I think that's a bit short for the D's at the minute, or or maybe about right. So I could say you could probably leave that alone. And the pies, you know, I guess the question is, what do we do with the pies? Modler, I've got massive amounts of red next to the pies in my book, and um, I'm avoiding the temptation to square up any of it at the moment. I just think that um, before it's done, and I guess in this caper, you got to have some nerves. You know, you got to have nerves of steel sometimes to watch. You know, what am I? I'm almost up into five. You know, five figures. You know, the, with the pies uh, price there, but um, you know, not not budging at this point in time. You know, I still think that that price is too short and uh, I think we can wait and, uh, and find something better uh, at some point. And I still think the add up even for the pies is still going to be above that number at the moment. So happy to just leave the pies alone. I probably haven't got the metal now to be laying them as such, but I guess I am in a way because I'm backing around them still. So um, yeah, that's, I guess that's how I see this week's premiership betting but it's uh getting very exciting and uh i tell you what if these pies continue to tumble uh it's going to be a good old uh, grand final day at the mug house uh, that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all good um any questions or thoughts modler on how you see that yeah interesting you mentioned that carlton price i know uh with logical um one of his uh one of his sweet spots, I guess, was um, rather than backing a, a team in the outright in the futures, you just sort of wait till finals and you back them each week at the finals and you get a better price. Like that $10, I've just done some quick maths. So that assumes, assuming they play four games in the finals, they're eighty in each game and they're not starting favourites in, in four games. And, and potentially two modeler, that involves two inter, interstate trips. You know, like yeah. they're going to be at best, you know, like I was just sort of, you know, again, looking at it, even on Betfair, you know, at best, you're probably going to get 280 for those, like for those guys interstate, you know, like yeah. you, you run that math a couple of times, even make the grand final, what at best versus Collingwood that, you know, they're on the wrong side of $2, um, yeah. you know, maybe with form, you know, maybe with form, you know, if they go beat Brisbane, they go beat Port Adelaide interstate, maybe they, 
you know, and they're playing Melbourne or whatever, um, you know, maybe they're $2, but it's yeah. not going to be much better than that. I think they're what, 213 this weekend. Um, yeah. It's not going to be much better than that. So, you know, and look, even if you want to be super generous and say, well, or interstate, that'd be more like two feet, more like a more like a two goal start, you know, which is basically assuming that Carlton and Brisbane and Port Adelaide are all rated the same. Which I yeah. I can't see Carlton getting to that level before the finals, to be honest. Like a, that rating probably isn't going to change. So, you know, at 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 best, if you want to give them two fifty, two fifty times two fifty, you know, times they probably start. You know, if they that that first one, they might be dollar seventy. And then into um, you know two bucks come the granny. I don't know what what what's that math? Uh, uh, what's that? Seven eight dollars, I think. Off the top of my head, so. times two fifty yeah. times two times one point seven. Yeah, I mean that's twenty one point two five right oh, yeah. there. You know, so like, um, yeah, I, I just I just cannot cannot have the ten or whatever has been thrown around at the minute. That just seems so. Uh, so yeah, I think I'm going to have to take some money out of the home loan modeler and just uh, <laughs> just 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 go down with an another almighty swing on the lay on the blues because uh, that price to me seems just not not quite right. But uh, hey, maybe in six seven weeks time I'll be looking the fool when the when the blues find their way to a top four and keep steamrolling through the competition. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I, I think uh, the odds are on my side, which is how we like to play here at the Barefoot Punter Modeler. Um, mate, I think that wraps us up. We've been uh, baffling on for a little while now. We've gone through the AFL. We've gone through the NRL. We've done our charity bets. We've had a bit of a chat about uh, futures markets. I've potted the blues again for the uh, 16th week in a row. Um, Modler, can you do the honours? Can you sign us off? Certainly. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>